0: Well, hello, I'm Doug Apple, back with another special interview lined up for you. And right now in our studio is Mr. Bill Harper of Return to Glory Ministries. And uh, Bill, we've got some great things we're going to talk about. We're going to be giving away a free book to Anybody Who Calls by John Eldridge. We have a lot of things coming up here. But first of all, welcome to Wave 94.
1: Thank you, Doug. Glad to be here.
0: One of the things we're going to be talking about here, Bill, is uh, three points to help your marriage. So, if anyone is listening right now, and you say, "You know what? I could use three points to help my marriage," and this isn't just some little psycho babble that we pulled out of yeah, psychology so today, this they is work, scripturally based from the uh, spiritual perspective of how God can change your marriage, some things are going to open up your eyes and make you see things, and it's coming from a book called Love and War by John and Stacy Eldridge. And Bill, we're going to talk about those three points for marriage, but right out of the gate, I want to let everybody know that you are giving away another book by John Eldridge called Wild at Heart. I'm sure many yes, of our indeed. listeners have heard of it. We're going to be giving away that book, and all people have to do is give you a call right now at 850-591-3227. And you're going to mail them the book, right? That's
1: right. We'll talk. I'll mail the book, put them on a mailing list for future
0: contacts. Absolutely. All right. So if you want a copy of the book Wild at Heart by John Eldridge, all you have to do is call Bill Harper and return to Glory Ministries right now at 850-591-3227. Well, right now, let's talk about these three points for marriage, Bill. And let's
1: start with number one. What is the first point? Well, you know, out of the book Love and War, John and Stacy Eltridge wrote that on the eve of their 25th wedding anniversary, and number one on their list is to find life in God. Find life in God. Now, that... That's a journey I've been on so recently that's been huge. But it's not necessarily read your Bible every day. It's not necessarily uh, get into Sunday school, become an usher. You know, serve on a committee. You know, serve in the, as a parking usher. whatever. That's not necessarily finding life in God. All those symptoms of it for sure. What does it mean to find a real relationship with a working Savior? Real life comes to you instead of religion and going through the motions and just an obligation of duty so number one is find life in god easy to say it's uh, it's a little more difficult and mysterious to pursue now would you say that you have found life in god and if so how did, how did you do it <laughs> i have a lot more life in god in me now than i did before how is it brokenness Uh, For me, it came in some dark moments of crying out when all I was was just him and I. Uh, The wounds of my childhood from abandonment, I lost lost my parents early. And and at one point, I had nobody but him, and that's when the connection happened. And a lot of work in getting healthy and a lot of – actually, the Holy Spirit uh, brought – life into me when I really looked at the truth of it all and got away from the religion and the duty, which confused me so much.
0: Now, let me ask you this, because there's somebody out there and they're saying, well, Bill, I go to church, I read my Bible, I pray, but um, how do I know if I have this life in God that you're talking about?
1: Well, have have you really felt the movement of the Spirit in your heart? Have you felt a, a lifting and a confidence that in this world at war in the daily business that you really are connected somehow? Uh, do you have God speak to you? Do you know His presence? Um, is there something about you that's changed for the better? Have people said, wow, you're a different person? Actually, a good friend of mine, Ernest Mathis, says to me, he says, Bill, I want some of that gum you're chewing. What he means is, as you're walking around chewing that gum, there's something about the story you're telling. There's something about your presence. I want a piece of that. I think he's talking about life and God gum, you know, when mm-hmm. I'm chewing it.
0: Now, if somebody says that, uh, Bill, I, I don't think that I have that. I don't hear from God. I don't really sense God's spirit stirring inside me.
1: What do I need to do? I would say what Jesus said to his disciples walking along the beach. Come and see. Come and see what's happening. This finding a true life in God, I think it's a war. Uh, The enemy doesn't want us to really know him in a life-giving, life-returning way. So expect resistance. It's not just simple, like taking a pill from the movie Matrix. It's a little bit more complex, and you may have to fight for it. And the enemy who knows your wounds knows what he can tag you with, and he knows what he can take you down with each and every time. So expect that resistance, and you may have to fight for it.
0: Would you say that it would be hungering for more of God in your life?
1: That's one way to put it, um, to find revelation about the Word and God's story on earth that you've never heard, understanding Jesus more personally as a Savior would be part of it, living from the heart. You know, oftentimes we kill our heart out of duty. We're serving on a church because we have to. We're serving in the school because we have to. We're doing this and serving and serving and serving because we have to, and we're doing it all in our own energy. And yet when when the heart comes alive for these things, it changes things. I can't say there's one specific path, but finding life in God is a general way to say, find that first. That's the life-giving message. That's what Jesus always wanted to is His message of salvation is an offer of life. Here in this planet, this side of heaven, this side of our death, that's what's really good. He came to say, you know, he said in Luke 4, he said, and I paraphrase, I've come to set the captives free, give sight to the blind, restore the brokenhearted. Okay, He didn't say in there, which was a key work of the cross, come to justify your sins so that you're found blameless when you die and enter heaven. Yes, a great work of the cross, but his offer of life is this side of heaven, is in the here and now. And the enemy doesn't want you to have that life, so expect resistance. So Jesus' message is here and now, life and freedom and vision. Actually, you mentioned the story of the uh, the man born blind he can see. That's my story when people ask me about this new walk is the story of the man born blind from birth, and Jesus healed him, and remember he was taken back to the synagogue and questioned by the Pharisees. And he said, wait, stop, stop. All I know is... I was blind, but now I see. That's my story.
0: Now talk about this. Find life in
1: God as a tip for a better marriage. Absolutely. When you first put a marriage together, I have found, and my wife and I have both discovered, Demi and I both know, that unless we put God in the center, unless we love God more than each other and anything else in this world that it's not going to work. But when you put him at the top and the center and your love for him is more than any other idol you might have, especially your partner or your spouse, you may worship them more than God, and that's not a real stable structure. Put him first and foremost. That's what's worked with us, you know? And I'll tell you what it looks like. You know, we get in these little battles sometimes in these little spats with our spouse. And oftentimes, back in the years gone by, I'd get all upset, and I'd step back, and I'm angry, you know, and I'm troubled. And in a different way today, I kind of take that to God, and I feel His presence, and He puts His hand on my shoulder, in a sense, and says, I love you, man. Hang in there. Remember? What I've taught you, you know, don't get angry, speak in a place of tenderness and all of my weaknesses as a man that he's worked on, and go back in there. And so I just had the coach put his hand on my shoulder. I just had the the loving Savior, give me a hug like a prize fighter, and get back in there and engage. And I haven't been wounded by my main source. I've been encouraged by my main source because she's not my main source. He is. Mm. And I get back and engage, you know. That's what it looks like in the here and now. Well,
0: we have two more tips for marriage coming up, so stay tuned. But I'll remind you, we're talking with Bill Harper of Return to Glory Ministries. And right now, these three tips for marriage are drawn from the book Love and War, written by John and Stacy Eldridge. You may have heard of John Eldridge, especially for the first big book that he came out with called Wild at Heart. And in fact, Return to Glory Ministries wants to give you a free copy of John Eldridge's book, Wild at Heart. And all you have to do is call them right now at 850-591-3227. Just dial that number. Say, hey, I heard you're on the radio. I want to get my copy of uh, Wild at Heart by John Eldridge, and they'll ship it out to you. And no charge to you. Again, that number, 850-591-3227 for a free copy of the book Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. Now, we're talking about this book, Love and War, about marriage, and we just had the first tip for a better marriage, find life in God. All right, now, Bill, we come up to the second point
1: for improving your marriage. What is it? Second point, number two, deal with your own brokenness. I've heard it said, and I've come to live... The fact that you 're only a marriage is only as the healthy as the weakest link, um, and we 're all broken we 're broken from birth we 're born into a broken world, so however you deal with your own brokenness and oftentimes an individual work and an individual commitment to get whole is part of that, this message of of, of restoration that I talk about I just I look at it in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve were in a perfect place. They hadn't been broken yet. But since the entrance of evil, we've all been scattered like a covey of quail. There's several paths back to wholeness from our place of brokenness. One is the 12 steps of Celebrate Recovery. I believe they're miraculous in that one path. Uh, There's Trace Diaz, a journey with the Methodist Church. There's Edge Venture Retreat up in Michigan. And what we call our, our journey is Isaiah 61 restoration. They're all taking us toward a place of wholeness that we've lost. Will we ever get there this side of heaven? I doubt it, but the journey there. So there's a bunch of ways to do this. But to acknowledge your wounds, to call out on God and say, help me to become humble, to shed the poser, the the guys we hide behind everything, you know, we got to fake it. Uh, Those are just some symptoms of it. Celebrate Recovery in the 12 Steps is a fabulous, fabulous, you know, partner to this sort of restoration. I just love it. Now, Bill, somebody is going to say out there, well,
0: I'm not the broken one in my marriage. It's my spouse. What would you say to them? (laughs)
1: Uh, check your ego, Uh, take a hard look at yourself first, or if you want to look biblical, you know, you got a log in your eye, don't worry about the speck in the other's eye. We all have stuff to deal with, okay? Well, then, if you're so whole, then love the other partner through their brokenness. Encourage them, lean into them, and help them deal with their own brokenness if they're having a struggle with it. What's that look like? Uh, It's in the moment. Uh, tenderness and a whole lot of forgiveness. You keep number one, number one, number one, the main thing, the main thing. If you find life in God, you'll probably find it easier to deal with number two, your own brokenness or dealing with brokenness in in your partner. Well, I think when you said about hearing the voice of the
0: Spirit stirring inside of you when you were talking about finding life in God, I think about that when it comes to marriage, Mm. because when you find life in God, then you have the Holy Spirit inside you. As a born-again Christian, you have the Holy Spirit inside you who will teach you all things, including how to have a better marriage and how to handle your spouse, especially if you think that they're riddled with problems that are destroying your marriage.
1: (laughs) You know, it's all about a change of heart, It's all about living from the heart instead of using your head. Um, For a man, for me, for years, it was all about what I could come up with and how I could figure it out and what was rattling around in my head, not just my plans, but my fears and my worries and everything like that. There was this little voice of the heart that I had quenched. And today, to feel the heart turn, you know, I realize I need to have a good cry once a week because it tenderizes me and whether it's a book about a fictional book about tragedy or whether the other morning i woke up thinking about the parents in newtown who'd lost their children and i wept over that those are the things of tenderizing from the heart living from the heart and if i'm not feeling that heart turn regularly then i don't think i'm i'm living in the spirit in the heart it and i can feel that difference i'll never go back to it But dealing with your own brokenness is a tenderness for yourself. Lord, I'm broken. What are my wounds? Why am I acting the way I do? What keeps me going back to my addictions or dysfunctions or medications or anger or hiding? What is that? I think it's all in the heart. That's where my journey starts. I've said, I've, I've felt, I believe that the journey from the head to the heart, this one foot, 12 inches is really a million miles often for a man.
0: Bill, I'm going to ask you to think of a story that John and Stacy shared from their own marriage for either point number one or point number two. You think about that for a second. And then I'm going to remind everybody we're talking with Bill Harper of Return to Glory Ministries, and we're talking about these three points to improve your marriage from the book Love and War by John and Stacy Eldridge. Now, John Eldridge wrote a book previously that you may have heard of called Wild at Heart. It's especially for men, but we are giving away a free copy of the book Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. All you have to do is call Bill Harper at Return to Glory Ministries right now at 850 591 3227 You call that number, 591-3227, and just say you'd like a free copy of the book Wild at Heart, and they'll send it out to you. All right, Bill, did you think of an example from the book Love and War of uh, how John and Stacy either found their life in God or dealt with their own brokenness?
1: You know, I don't have an a example from John and Stacy's as well as I do from mine on point number three. About, we haven't gotten to point three. Well, let's go ahead and let's t- tell them. What is point number three? Uh, number one, again, find life in God. Number two, deal with your own brokenness. And number three, learn to recognize the spiritual attacks of the enemy upon your marriage and learn to deal with them. I never heard it from the pulpit. This is the first time when John wrote this book that the beginning of God's story with man on earth was a marriage, Adam and Eve. Okay, that was the beginning, and it ends with a marriage, the bridegroom returning for the bride. And all throughout God's relationship with man on earth, it's about covenant. And here is a marriage. And if you think that the enemy couldn't, is not dead against destroying all of that, just look around. Look around at what he's doing to our marriages. So he's dead set against that. And what I happened, I saw this in my own marriage I came home one night and I love to have spinach in the refrigerator and Debbie had not had any spinach in there. And I opened the door for spinach. I came back up from out of town and there's none. And I went from zero to red line in seconds. I mean, anger just wham so quickly. I couldn't perceive where it was coming from. At that moment, Debbie walks in the kitchen and she sees I'm angry. I might as well have a flashing blue light on the top of my head. She can tell she runs. And so I'm stepped out onto the porch and I had a moment of clarity there Now mind you this this event with the spinach happened years into my journey into the heart. I was a lot more mature Christian I'd, I'd felt a strength in Christ I'd felt a movement of the Holy Spirit I' felt finding life in God a lot. I' felt I'd dealt with my own brokenness a lot so I was well down the road okay. Back to that moment, I step outside, and I saw that attack on my heart. I saw a spiritual warfare, a foul spirit, and I got angry. I got so angry that I was, I was just commanding it out, not in my authority, but as I had been taught, from the authority of Christ to His death, you know, resurrection, and ascension from the right hand of God— But what was different, Doug, is I believed it. To the core of my being, I believed and I knew I had the authority, unlike the times before. Okay, I'm sitting there praying, and then Debbie comes back out. It's time for an apology. And and I said, honey, that was not me. That is something other than us coming in the middle of this and I don't like it and I'm angry about it and I want to pray with you and we held each other gently although my words and praying were gentle my heart was fierce how dare you foul spirit come into my life with the authority of the Christ with his death birth ascension resurrection and the blood of Jesus you leave us now you have no place in my heart you have no place in our marriage you have no place in this house be gone And I'm telling you, Doug, when I said that, it was like a fog cleared a room. It just moved to the side. And I went, wow. I said, Debbie, do you feel that? She goes, yeah. And later, when I was—I love to go out to the hot tub and pray, and it's kind of a listening prayer. I heard God say to me, do you see that? You know, he kind of points his finger at me, do you see that? Remember that. You're going to have to do it again. That's what it looks like. Uh, prior to that, I'd found some life in God. I'd found a movement of God in my heart. I'd been dealing with my own brokenness. You see, when I prayed with the authority that time, I believed it. I didn't really believe it before, or at least I didn't believe in, in the strength that I had been given. You know, it didn't work as well the times before, and i tried it for years. That was the first time.
0: We're talking with Bill Harper, and that's your third point on improving your marriage. Yeah. Learn to recognize the spiritual
1: attacks of the enemy and learn to deal with them. You know, interestingly, the title of the book, Love and War, you'd think the war refers to the fights that couples get in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It refers to point number three, the spiritual warfare that's dead set against us. Only in Christ do we have the weapons to defend against that. And that's why being healthy and being connected to God and being free of your brokenness, you know, your angers or your wounds or your addictions or all these things in us that are unhealthy—perhaps things that have beset us for years, the enemy comes in and uses those against you. He knows your weakest points, and he'll take those, take you down with him, either to destroy your marriage or relationships or your health or your serenity or your spirituality. I mean, there's all kinds of openings that, that he can give you. So the less broken you are, the more whole you are, the more intact your armor is, the healthier you are and the more resistant to attack. Ah, uh, easier said than done. I wish I was all perfectly, but I find, he finds a hole in my armor every day. But at least I recognize it, and I've got uh, good men and, and, and my wife and, and the, to back me up, and I pray through it, you know, doing the whole full armor of God. It's good. It works.
0: Now, Bill, if somebody wanted to talk to you about this in their own marriage or how exactly this uh, spiritual attack takes place and what to do about it would you take time on the phone to talk to them if they just did, Oh you know, absolutely
1: call? I'd love to talk to anybody about this please call me please contact me I'd love to
0: and that phone number is 850-591-3227. Bill Harper's who we're talking to and Return to Glory Ministries is his ministry. And uh, they've done uh, various uh, seminars and retreats and they have plans for the future. And uh, you'll probably be hearing about those on Wave 94. But right now, we're just trying to help some marriages. Yes. And so uh, one of the things we're doing is we're sharing these three points from the book Love and War by John and Stacy Eldridge and we're giving away a copy of John Eldridge's book, Wild at Heart. If you would like to get a copy of the book, Wild at Heart, for no charge, call Bill Harper at Return to Glory Ministries at 850 591 3227. Or if you just want to talk to him about this whole idea of call a spiritual me attack
1: on your marriage, leave a message if I'm not there.
0: And at number I is, will call you back. All right, 850 850- Five nine one, three, two, two, seven, and bill, any final
1: word of encouragement you know we talked about number one is find life in God. This is not my original thought, but i 've seen it work in my life you 've heard the phrase, uh, "Give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, you teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime, talking about Our spiritual walk, teach a man a biblical principle and you help him solve a problem. Teach a man or a woman a biblical principle, you solve a problem. But teach that same person to know the Savior, to have a personal relationship, a functional connection day-to-day with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. You help them solve the rest of their lives. With that in place, that's what I'm talking about, finding life in God. And uh, we'll be t- we're hoping to teach a seminar on the book Beautiful Outlaw, which is a wonderful revelation of Jesus' personality. This is not something that's just hearsay in my life, that he's talked about it and I'm saying it again. I've seen it happen. He's appeared to me in ways that I first thought were kind of hokey, but they've been life-changing markers for a changed life. <laughs> you know just the other day i travel a lot and and i don't like to be alone i was abandoned as a child and i sat i sat down and dinner and i said lord join me you know and he did and the reason i know he was there it was an overpowering presence of the holy spirit it was a very very powerful now my healing comes in laughter you know and i see sat down next to me and i said hey lord And I see the long hair in the eyes. That's the vision I have. I said, have you ever thought about cutting your hair? And he said, you know, they wouldn't understand, (laughs) 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 which made me laugh deep and hard. And all of my loneliness or wounds or whatever, it was just so healing. That's just one example of how this happens on a regular basis to me. He knows exactly what I need, uh, and he does to you too, I say to everybody out there. So look for him, encourage him, invite him in, and it'll happen.
0: Reminds me of the Bible verse, James 4 8, which just says, Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Yes. All right. Well, that's Mr. Bill Harper of Return yes, to Glory Ministries. His Thank you. phone number, once again, 850 591 3227. Call you anytime. Just want to talk to him or you want to get your free copy of the book Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. The number, one more time, 850 591 3227. Thanks a lot, Bill. Thanks, Doug. Thanks for having us. And for Wave 94, I'm Doug Apple.